0: I am. Oh, no, don't.
1: Do not do that. Do not do that. Do oh, not
0: oh, do
1: that. oh, crap. Oh, crap. It I, I was in an accident. <laughs> oh, my god! Oh. great. Girls. <laughs> okay. okay. And that was the moment we lost an entire podcast. Welcome back to Hacking Autism, the show all about making autism your unfair advantage. Without further ado, here's my conversation with Tyler Terry. I would love to talk as a as a team about active and passive touch. In the podcast, I connected with Ashley and we spoke about what that looks like in the context of a mother and son relationship. And I want to talk about what that has meant for you and I over the span of our seven years together. And so... To catch those up that haven't heard that episode of active and passive touch, the, the summary of it is when you're overwhelmed and stimulated, there are ways to still engage in touch with your loved ones because maybe you have a loved one that really wants to be able to hug you when you get home from school or hold your hand when you're going through a tough moment. But yet those on the spectrum like myself can be overstimulated, overwhelmed, flooded by the day's events, and it's no fault or consequence of their loved one. But yet, how does a loved one enter in and be able to engage in touch, whether that be active or passive, to show them affection? So, Tyler, share with the listeners what that journey looked like for you and I.
0: Well, Man, I can't. still I can't believe it's been almost ten years since we've started dating and being together because I think it would be good to start at the beginning because I really didn't realize um when we first started dating how um how much you didn't like touch. I think I was just so in love and just kind of oblivious to, to that fact until after we got married. And then that's when, um, that's when things really started to show because we weren't living together. We weren't doing, uh, we weren't doing that. And once we, um, once we started to, uh, to live together is when things,
1: when we were married,
0: yep. I'm sorry, when we are married, um, things really started to, to show themselves in very negative lights. Um, uh, well, at least, I, I don't know if negative, but I just became a lot more aware. Um,
1: because you are a touchy person in the most appropriate way. Yes, I am. He's holding my hand now, for those that are listening. So you would want to hold my hand in the car. You would want to have a hug after coming home from work. And maybe I was cooking, and maybe that was just the absolute wrong time to do that. And so we discussed this concept of active and passive touch that I had learned about from from my psychologist. And he mentioned that there were two types of touch. There is... Active touch, which is if I am holding your hand and you have to actively engage in being touched. And then there's a second concept, which is new to me, this idea of passive touch. And passive touch might be slipping your hand underneath my thigh as we're sitting in the car. It's something that I don't have to actively engage in, but yet my husband still feels loved by me. And so we learned... We want first implemented that, and that went well um, some of the time. But then our mentor Deb, she suggested, well, what if you instead of you know always insisting on passive touch, Kelsey? What if instead you had a way to signal to one another that you wanted to quote unquote touch the other? Um, it sounds inappropriate when it's taken out of context.
0: <laughs> right on. <laughs>
1: We came up with. Um, we have many codes. We have code words, but this.
0: D- don't knock if you're if you're if you're gonna knock. Don't because the dogs are in the room. They're gonna think someone's here.
1: There's an auditory cue of uh, knocking, and so I'm not gonna do it he would knock on the dash of the car or knock on the the stovetop next to you know where I was cooking as a sin, as a visual signal to me
0: in auditory
1: there's that too but it was like okay so he can just put that out there i would love to give you a hug i would love to hold your hand right now and then that allows me to make that decision and it took us some time to figure that out fully because I always wanted to be like, no active touch ever forget that, death to active touch. But I had to push myself outside of my comfort zone to say, I can't say no active touch ever and hope to be in a thriving relationship with my husband. And so it's walking that line of where am I at right now? And could I push myself outside of my comfort zone to engage in that active touch? Or is now a moment where I would be okay with a passive, like, you know, he puts his hand under under my thigh. And then sometimes there's just like, please, no touch, like... It's tax season. Please do not touch me. (laughs) And so, Tyler, what did that um, feel like? What did that look like to you, um, that journey and the evolution between the two of us?
0: Well, as being a feeler and a toucher, um, gosh, that does sound really bad. (laughs) As someone who enjoys physical contact with uh, their spouse, that even sounds horrible as well. I'm just going to say it. Whoever... you know, like, people like me, I like to I like to touch people. Like, when I... Um,
1: even if it's a hand on a shoulder. if
0: it's a hand on a shoulder, like, hey, man, or, you know, hey, can you do this for me? It'd really, you know, mean a lot. Like, a little, you know, fist bump on the shoulder. You know, we can do, you know, a fist bump like this. You know, gotta always explode. If you don't explode the fist bump, there's a problem.
1: As I would say, potato, then french fry.
0: Potato, french fry. Here, here one more, one more. The squid. It's my personal favorite. Anyways... As you couldn't tell, I love touch. I love hand gestures. I really like being animated. And it was a very, very, very difficult thing for me to get um, this act. Like, because I was always active touch, and no one ever really gave me any problems with active touch growing up. And so that was something completely foreign to me about not being able to hug at command, to. Uh, fist bump to um, a- I mean anything you can think of, and from going to all the time to drastically reduced was extremely difficult, and it still is because I would like to um, I would like to do those things with her, but it's um, it's just not possible all the time, and you know it's it's uh, I I've done not a very good job in respecting that. Um, Because, you know, sometimes I just want a hug and I'll just do it and then it turns into a very negative outcome for me. And, you know, at the end of the day, it is very selfish for me to want that when I know that's not what she always can do. But I kind of struggle because, well, are my needs always secondary? And that's the current dilemma that I you know, face right now. Well,
1: and I think to elaborate on that, it goes back to the idea of what's my preference and where does my comfort zone end um, versus my, what I can actually accomplish. And so I might, a stretch goal for me might be passive touch and engaging in passive touch on the regular, that might be a stretch goal when my preference might be like, please don't touch me ever. If we could just like wave across the room, that would be great. And, But as a spouse and being in a marriage that I want to be healthy, I challenge myself to say, okay, well, what's your preference and like, what can you actually manage? Because there's often a difference and the degree to which we go outside of our comfort zone is the degree to which we grow. And so I've been trying to be more on top of, I think passive touch is probably easiest in the car when you want to like put your hand under my thigh if you're driving into the city. And I think... I don't know. I think we've come a long way. We definitely have. We both definitely have our selfish moments where it's like, yes, touch or no, never touch. That middle ground is often passive touch. But I try to be cognizant of, well, when was the last time I actively pursued or engaged proactive touch of you know giving that bear hug when he comes home from a day of work or when I'm cooking which is like in my mind one of the most I love to cook but it's a very high stimulation process of like making sure everything comes out at the same time you think it's very attractive when I cook and so you want to hug me and I'm like (laughs) I'm like no stay away
0: we need to share our favorite story about um,
1: oh this does map to touch yes please go ahead
0: when uh, when we first got married, um, I am a recovering uh, drug addict and alcoholic. I relapsed um, and then went to treatment and then uh, we uh, we went to counseling. And we went to this counselor. Her name is...
1: And that's all we're going to say of for- her. For-
0: <laughs> was a very sweet, nice person. Um, but she, um, as we discovered like two sessions in, was um, was very new to the counseling game. And uh, once we kind of figured that out, like we're like, oh, that's why this has been so awkward. But I think it was like our third session and... Um, we were having a really, really tough one. Like she was actually asking good questions that night, I think. And, you know, things were being uncovered and all this stuff. But then I, um, I developed this, um, this passive touch, um, that actually doesn't involve touching, but for me it's kind of funny and, um,
1: I think it's a way for you to visually symbolize like a Uh, big bear hug across the room. And so we should describe for those that are listening that don't have access to the. the
0: Yes. Okay. So, so what I, so what I do, if so, if any of you have ever seen the shining, um, the little, the little boy crap, I can't remember his name. It doesn't matter what his name is. He, um, he, you know, lifts up his, um, his finger and he has his index finger and he has like an imaginary friend uh, called Tony and like he 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 moves his index finger like up and down like like um um like in talking and goes like what do you think Tony or you know like just this just, just ridiculous thing and I saw that and I'm like okay I'm not going to talk through my index finger but man this would be a great way to do passive touch so what I started to do was I would look at Kelsey across the room and I'd go, "Gotcha," and so like I would extend my arm with my pointer finger you know point it up straight in the air I'd curl it down you know uh, you know real quick Well I'd like I, it's like I'd hook you like I gotcha Fish. and so like it's the best of both worlds I can feel like I got her like I you know ex- express my love to you in the touching way without touching you, and you think it's really funny. So going back to the counseling appointment, it was a real, like, I mean, the the tension was so thick, like, you could have reached out and grabbed it like and that.
1: What you do to dissolve that tension
0: is, is, com- is comedic relief of any kind, and so I turn to Kelsey because she's on the other couch, you know, a few feet away, and I go, dingy. And yeah, with the hook finger (laughs) and ah! leans in real close, has her clipboard, you know, on her legs and just like, you know, squeezes her legs together, puts her hands on her knees and, you know, inches forward real close to us. And she goes, what's that? And I kid you not. I just, I, I bursted out laughing. Tears were flowing. Kelsey was, su- I, I think you were like super pissed in the moment. I was. and Because uh, it, it was just, it was so incredibly funny. And then... Um, <laughs> she,
1: she was very much a free spirit person. And that's my husband's personality, if you can't tell. And I'm very much a anvil or more of a grounded, linear type A person. And so sometimes I lack patience for the free spirits in the room
0: and so like i just erupted with laughter kelsey was pissed and and then um (sighs) noticed that kelsey was very visibly upset and she kind of could tell like kelsey really wasn't digging um digging her and goes kelsey do you i just think you need to just talk to talk to little kelsey your inner Kelsey, you know, like the you know the inner child or whatever, in which I think is very. Uh, I mean, it's completely valid. It's a proven, um, you know, counseling you know method, and but like at this time, Kelsey wasn't just ha- she wasn't having any of it, and she was just like, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and then we never saw c- for that, but uh, we we have said that um, the money that we did spend to go see. C- was worth it in spades because we have told the tingy hook story about, you know, a hundred times to our friends and just always gets a kick out of it. So with all, with that very long drawn out story, I can, I can hook her or I can get her without actually touching her. And it fulfills me in a very unique and special way. I'm not saying that the, the hook's gonna, you know, be everyone's end all solve problem. But for me, that works because, and I also love um, uh, just being funny and, and goofy, and that's a way for me to be that too.
1: It's also a unique way for you to say "I love you," "I care about you," "I'm with you." Um, he might do that on the other side of a room if we're in a in a large space. Yeah, like at a party. If I'm talking to someone, he's talking to someone, he'll reach over that person and still do the hook finger just to, you know, basically silently and very specifically to me say, I love you. I'm with you. Um, I would love to give you a bear hug right now, but I'm going to tingy you instead. So anyways, that's the story of tingy. And so Tyler, I would ask you, what would your advice be to spouses of Autistic adults of those that are on the spectrum guidance tips suggestions from your seven years of being married to me, but 17 years of knowing me
0: I mean, I wouldn't say that this is necessarily um, just directed towards people that have um, You know spouses on the autism spectrum, but just communication um, I think that is easily the number one um answer to just about any single problem or situation. And I would say those specifically um, with um, spouses on the autism spectrum that um, there's something called communication and there's something called complete over communication, which is where I believe that a lot of um, uh, I'll just speak for Kelsey over communication is the best way to success. And you will, you know, you might be thinking, well, we're talking about touch, but, um, I think that with Kelsey, a lot of it is, you know, if I'm like surprising her, um, that can just lead into an epic meltdown and that can save you a lot of heartache by like, Hey, I'd love a hug right now. Can I get a hug? It's either going to be yes, no, or in in a little bit and um
1: it's usually in a little bit like let me finish cooking this and i would love to hug you
0: you know honestly for me i i really don't like that if you want me to be brutally honest um because i want it right then and there because as a you know free spirit feeler whatever you want to call it um you know it's like that's the moment and then the moment passes but then i got to learn how to be okay with it so i guess in reality it's um you know just be patient and do your best to not get upset that and that's you know so, someone told me once you know you just got to take you got to try to take emotion out of it and i looked at this actually it was deb deb told me to like you know just take emotion out of it and just be all logical i, I
1: mean you might as well tell Tyler not to breathe.
0: Yeah, I mean it was it was like the craziest thing I've ever, ever heard. And I've I've tried that and it's just I you know, I guess with anything practice makes perfect, but that that to me is just beyond challenging. So I would say patience and overcommunication are the keys to, are the keys to success in that area.
1: Well, with that, thank you for joining me this Friday afternoon, Tyler. Yeah. For those of you that have made it this far, consider leaving a review for this podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, consider hitting that subscribe button. I would love to connect with you guys on Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube and hear what did you resonate with most in our story or in any of the episodes. I look forward to connecting with you guys there.
0: Thanks, guys.